Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. Still settling in, unpacking, but I wanted to jump on here and say a few words about the Parsha and then to share a really beautiful, practical idea about how we can prepare ourselves for the new year. Before I jump in, I just want to mention a new book called Organized Jewish Life, The Essential Guide for Planning Jewish Holidays, Events, and Every Day by Rebecca Chaifetz-Staltzman. It's really cute. Her Instagram tag is Balagan Begun. <laughs> for those who don't know, Balagan is Hebrew for like uh, craziness, <laughs> very loosely translated, messy, crazy, all over the place. So she is a personal organizer and a podcaster and an author of this really great book, Organized Jewish Life, where she goes through all of the Jewish holidays and life cycle events and really breaks them down in terms of how to plan for them in the best, easiest, most efficient way. She has tons of checklists. It's very user-friendly. It's a beautiful book. I highly recommend it. And I posted about it on my Instagram. I'll link to it below. So check that out just in terms of a practical preparation for the holidays coming up. Okay, let's get into it. So this week we're in Parsha's Kitavo, and toward the end of the Parsha, Moshe tells the Jewish people, if you follow the Torah, God is going to bless you in all of these ways. And then there's a very long, harsh account of the bad things that will happen if we don't follow the Torah, if we abandon God's commandments, illness, famine, poverty, exile. And going into Rosh Hashanah, this time of year where we're being judged and our year is being determined, it's obviously a very <laughs> scary thing to read, um, very sobering and frankly upsetting. And it could be a bit of a turnoff, but I think if we take a step back and look at our own lives, we can see, you know, what we do has consequences in every aspect of our lives, you know? If we eat healthy, we're going to feel a certain way and look a certain way. If we don't eat healthy, we won't. If we exercise, etc. There are just natural consequences to the choices that we make. So rather than God wanting to punish us, these negative consequences of our failing to uphold the Torah are the natural consequences of us failing to carry out our mission in this world as, as the chosen people. You know, we have a high level of responsibility as Jewish people. It comes with a lot of privilege and a lot of responsibility. And when we don't live up to the divine mission that we have as a nation, collectively and individually, these punishments, which obviously are negative, they're just natural consequences of us failing to act the way that we should. And often this will happen with kids, you know, in parenting. My, my daughter recently said to me, I don't like consequences. <laughs> I said, none of us do, but it's just a natural part of life. You know, that's that's the way the, the world was created and, and the world works. So I just kind of want to put that idea out there in relation to this week's Parsha and going into the times of the holidays that it could be a very scary and intimidating time. But I think at the end of the day, we know that Hashem loves us and he just wants us to reach our potential. And he actually gives us a whole month to prepare ourselves before judgment before Rosh Hashanah. And he even gives us a day of Yom Kippur to cleanse ourselves. 
so that we can merit the best possible judgment, the best possible year. These things are gifts that we're given. And I think rather than viewing them as scary and intimidating, which is something I've done a lot in the past, it's more helpful to view it as a gift and an opportunity to move forward in a better way. And on that note, I wanted to share a really amazing, really template for how we could plan and and prepare for the next year, something very practical. And I know a lot of times on this podcast, mostly we speak about very spiritual and lofty concepts rooted in the Torah, but living practically is spiritual from a Jewish perspective, (laughs) because ultimately we're here to elevate the physical world. That's That's a very fundamental idea in Judaism. So physically preparing for mitzvot especially is very spiritual. So my good friend, mentor, Yael, shared this amazing template with me. She heard it from somebody. She's not sure who she heard it from. So whoever originally thought of this idea, thank you. (laughs) It's really very life-changing. It's called Cycles and Circles. And here's how it works. Basically, you take out pen and paper, or if you want, you could type it on the computer. I'm a pen and paper fan myself when it comes to journaling and processing initially. Although my friend does type it up afterward. But you sit down and, you know, remove distractions, put your phone on, do not disturb, and sit for about 20 minutes and write out the following. And this is very important. My friend emphasized you do not overthink it, just whatever comes to mind. First cycles, your daily cycle. What does your mornings look like? What goes well? What doesn't go well? How does your afternoons look? How do your evenings look? On a daily basis, generally in the past year or recently. Then take it to the weekly cycle. So how do your weeks look? How do, the, how do the weekends go? Sunday, how does the beginning of the week look? How does the end of the week look? How does Shabbos look? What goes well? What doesn't go well? What's working? What's not working? And then you look at each month from the past year. And I often find it difficult to do this because sometimes the year seems like a little bit of a blur. <laughs> she breaks it down by holiday, looking at each holiday. How did this holiday go? How did that holiday go? But I find it general just to look back at the past year and write out things that stuck out, whether positive or negative, about the past year. Things that I accomplished, um, things that were really challenging, big milestones, things that happened. So that's the cycles. Then we're going to do circles. So the way circles works is it focuses on our relationships. So first I would write out things about my relationship with myself. You know, what's been going well, what's not been going well, what do I need to work on? Then I move to my relationship with Hashem because the relationship with ourselves and with Hashem, these are fundamental relationships as well in our lives. Then I move to relationship with others, starting with if you have a spouse, your spouse, and then moving out from there. If you're blessed to have children, children, and then maybe siblings, parents, close friends, colleagues, you know, people who you really interact with in your life. You may find that certain people will pop into your head and you have a ton to write, you know, a ton of things you want to work on in regard to that relationship. But there may be some people that there's nothing really to work on. You're happy with the way it is and that's fine. But it's an opportunity to really think about each person in our life for a minute and see what comes up. I heard a really nice idea recently from Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg of Boca Raton Synagogue. He gives a great class for women called Living with Amuna that you can actually tune into on YouTube. And if you're interested, contact me and I'll send you the info for that. But he was saying in the class recently how 
on Rosh Hashanah, we want to receive a favorable judgment. And what's, what's one way that we can do this is by showing Hashem that we love his children. You know, if, if you, if somebody does something nice for your child, there's no greater gift that you could ask for from somebody. And by treating each other with love and respect and doing it for Hashem, first of all, we're emulating Hashem as a giver. And also we're meriting God willing a favorable judgment because we're treating others well. So I think when it comes to our relationship with others, it can be difficult because we can easily feel like we were wronged or we shouldn't necessarily have to be the one who takes the initiative in the relationship or tries to patch things up. But if we can think about it in this context that we're doing it for Hashem, not even about us, about receiving a favorable judgment, although that is obviously like a, a more selfish incentive and a good incentive also, but really like this is something we're doing for Hashem because we love Hashem and we want to give something to Hashem. That will also really improve our relationship with him because as Rabbi Goldberg beautifully explained in the class, love comes from giving. So that's true with people. You know, the more we give to people, the more we love them. That's why parents will always love their children more just by definition. And the same is true with our relationship with God, that the more we give to him, the more we will love him. And so this is a way we can give to him by actually improving our relationships with those closest to us, which can sometimes be really difficult. But I'm adding this in as that extra boost of encouragement in this area between man and men. So once you've gone through the cycles and circles, which takes usually about 20 minutes, then you can look it back over and see if there's any common threads or, or common themes that jump out at you of, of things you really want to work on to improve, maybe like core issues. And the way my friend Yael put it is like when we're trying to get rid of weeds in a yard, we don't just trim them at the top, we pull out the root. So it could be there's some common roots of certain things that need to, that you want to work on that would help in both your cycles and your circles to improve your year going forward. So I'm in the process personally of doing that now where I've gone, I'm going back through what I've written and I'm trying to pinpoint the common themes. And there has been one big theme that's jumped out at me. And once you've done that, if you want, you can take on a small action that will help you to move forward and improve in a particular area. I think it's very powerful to go into Rosh Hashanah with a plan of how you want to be better and, and a, a piece of paper showing that you're very aware <laughs> you know, of your past year and your mistakes and what went well and what didn't go well and how you plan to move forward and even start working on it now before the holiday so you can you can show up to, to the day saying, Hashem, I know this is what I have to work on and I've actually already started working on it. So I think a lot of times what will happen in life is if we don't, if we're not proactive, Hashem will wake us up. He'll find ways to wake us up to get us to fulfill our purpose, getting back to what we were speaking about at the beginning of the podcast. So if we're proactive and we take things on ourselves, then God willing, we won't, we won't need these wake up calls. So we should all merit to carve out the time that we need and get some clarity on the past year so that we can move forward in the best way for the year ahead. And we should all merit a good and sweet judgment. And I look forward to learning again with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.